Hello, I'm Darren St. Martin, and I'm your host at World Speaks English podcast, where we discuss all things English, and in particular, the most effective IELTS tips provided by me, an experienced IELTS trainer, and the testtaker.com website, where you can find more materials for each of our audio lessons. You're listening to a series of podcasts about IELTS speaking. Today's topic is media, and we will be reviewing sample answers to difficult questions you might get at your test, as well as some key vocabulary you must know for the topic. Let's begin with the first part of the IELTS speaking section. The examiner will now ask you some relatively easy questions. The first one might be, where do you usually get the news from? You might answer, I commonly get news from the internet and email subscriptions, because these are very much accessible and engaging for me. These sources always provide fresh and timely updates about economics, politics and the society in general. The next question might be, do you read magazines? Which ones? You might say, I definitely do. I love reading The Economist, which is a business magazine. It includes articles about economics, finance, digital transformation, strategy and politics, which are very interesting to me. Do you often read newspapers? The examiner might ask. You might say, a lot of people prefer magazines because the cover itself is already quite eye-catching. This is not necessarily the decisive factor for me, however, I don't find myself frequently reading newspapers because they take too much space in my bag. I prefer online media. The next question might be, in which kind of circumstances do you usually listen to the radio? You might say, well, I used to listen to it almost every day when I was at middle school. Back in the day, my grandparents would always drive me to the school, and they listened to the radio at all the time. Now, I prefer podcasts, because I actually get to choose what exactly I want to listen to. And the last question in this section might be, what is the most credible media source? You may say, unfortunately, it is almost impossible now to tell the difference between trustworthy and corrupt media. However, I try to think critically every time I read the news and validate it across different channels. Now let's move on to the second part of the speaking section. Here you will have to speak at length without interruptions for one or two minutes. Your cue card for this section will be which podcast do you often listen to? You need to say what is its name, what is it about, and why do you listen to it? And say what you think could be improved about it. So here is my sample answer to this question. I am a huge fan of podcasts. In my opinion, they are one of the best sources of news and information in general because their form is highly convenient and flexible for anyone People can literally listen to podcasts while doing anything else – driving, washing dishes, ironing, applying makeup, working out, running, cooking, and so on. My favorite podcast is called Today in Focus. This is a news podcast brought to us by The Guardian, a famous British media agency. I have just recently started listening to it, and I am already captivated because of the engaging way they talk about current world's news. 
although I usually prefer finance, languages or business-oriented shows. This one really allows me to stay updated with the state of affairs around the globe. To give you a better idea of what it is about, I will describe the latest episode called Inside the Campaign to Stop Brexit. This was an episode which covered the latest political developments among the people who want Britain to stay within the European Union. A Guardian correspondent went to London to interview one of the leaders of the Remain campaign, which advocates for Britain to remain inside the EU. I was able to listen to opinions of people who are really deciding on the next steps of world's politics. After the report, there was another piece of news about the current threats for the Jews in the USA. I can't think of anything in particular that I would like to change about the podcast, because I find it perfect. Perhaps a bit more topics covered would be even better. Now, since we are done with the second part, we are moving on to the last part of the IELTS speaking section. Here, the examiner will ask you a couple of follow-up questions for your cue card in the second section. Do large media organizations have too much influence, and what makes you believe that? You might say, yes, I think so. Media agencies have got an extreme influence on people, especially children. Nowadays, the young generation is becoming more and more exposed to the Internet. Being a highly easy-influenced audience, they might come across inappropriate videos of violence, for example. Obviously, this will have a negative effect on a child's behavior and morals. Therefore, any type of media content is very powerful when it comes to influencing children's opinions. The second question might be, what is the most important media source for people in your country and of your age? You might say... I think the most powerful and commonplace media source being used nowadays by citizens of our country, especially people of my age, is social media. Social media sites do not only provide entertaining content or serve as a tool to stay connected with friends and family. In fact, they are mighty platforms for instant news spreading across the globe. For instance, only 50 years ago, it would take at least several days for an announcement to get from one region to another. Now, any kind of news instantly covers thousands of kilometers in seconds. This might also be used with malicious intentions. And the last question might be, how important are newspapers? What is their future in the age of the Internet? And you might say... Even though the Internet is widely used now, newspapers still remain popular for local communities. It is important to take into account different groups of news consumers. Some people, like adolescents and young adults, might indeed prefer digital content. However, there are still a lot of people who traditionally stick to conservative sources of information, such as newspapers. Moreover, some people trust particular newspaper publishers more than the Internet. Now we are done with the sample questions and answers. Let's move on to the key vocabulary. And you might notice that I try to use a lot of cohesive devices in my speech and incorporate higher-level vocabulary. 
Now, describing people in television, for example, you might use words like an anchor person or an anchor woman, who is a person who just sits down in front of a camera and delivers the news to the people. You might also speak about a reporter, a person who is required to be on scene of the news to gather all the facts needed for an article, or about a weather forecaster, someone who presents a weather forecast for the future. Talking about the digital media, you might use collocations like broadcast media, which is a form of providing information using television or radio, or the digital new media, which provides information or entertainment via internet and not traditional methods like television and newspapers. You might also say something about content personalization, which is a strategy that relies on the visitor's data to tailor and deliver relevant content. There are blogs on the internet in the digital media space and smart devices used. There is also some premium content distributed across social media, and those are more collocations you could use. When speaking about traditional media, you might mention that this shifts and molds public opinion, meaning that it affects and changes views prevalent among the general public. You might also mention the censorship, which is the restriction on access to ideas and information. Of course, using the traditional media, people stay well informed, meaning they have much knowledge about a wide range of subjects. Traditional media speaks to an audience or a general public, the listeners who share the characteristics of people in general. There are some very useful adjectives you might use when speaking about the media. You can say that it is shareable, suitable or intended for sharing with another or others. You might say that there are credible pieces of news there or that this is an honest source of news trustworthy, preferred for many people, or unbiased, without prejudice. There are some special verbs you might use when speaking about the media. For example, to influence others, to affect the way others behave, or to get involved someone in something. You might also say that it is very commonplace to share things on social media or misrepresent to give a false or misleading presentation of something. You also can tweet or ban using the social media and even ignore people, refuse to take notice or acknowledge, maybe disregard intentionally a message that has been sent to you. That's it! To get more materials about this topic like collocations, word formation and useful resources, go to thetesttaker.com. You are also welcome to visit my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Martin, where you will get a ton of free books, practice PDFs and tips for IELTS. See you in the next episode of World's Fix English Podcast. Bye!